really, if I, if I think about the theme of my life and how my journey has been going, it's really about trying to align what I love with what I do. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Hey listeners, this is Kareen Walsh with your Badass Journey podcast. And I wanted to just thank you for checking out the podcast, posting your reviews and messaging me and my guests when you find inspiration from our conversations. This is exactly what the show is all about. I know when I launched this podcast, I jumped into conversations, like jumped right in. And that is so me jump in head on and explain it later sometimes because I love to be in action. <laughs> well, I have been asking, uh, been asked by my listeners and guests I approached to be on the show. Why did I put this together in the first place? What is the podcast's purpose? So I figured I would record my answer in episode 10, just to kind of check in with all of you and thank you for listening. But also, it gives uh, me a chance to share a different type of episode that I plan to launch in the coming weeks, where I talk directly to you, so you and I can connect on a deeper level. Okay, so these are some of the questions I received and thought I would uh, share the answers with all of you, so you can have maybe some of your questions checked off the list. But don't hesitate to keep reaching out with your questions because I'll make sure to, to answer them eventually. Uh, and I love the direct contact that we have. So first question, Kareem, why did you want to launch a podcast? Well, truth be told, I love new ways of connecting with people and leveraging technology to do it. Podcasting has been so fascinating to me. I have learned so much from the podcasters I follow, from those who are in the middle of their launch right now, and I just love having conversations. So I figured, why not? If uh, you were to meet me in person and we were to have a dialogue, we would probably go as deep as I do on these calls, on these conversations and these meetings that I have that I'm sharing with all of you. And so... I wanted to figure out a platform where I could share the greatness that I see in others, their journey, and be able to share it with all of you. I love facilitating conversations and connecting people. And as an entrepreneur and coach and a straight up explorer, I know a lot of people in all walks of life. And since my coaching practice has been in career management for over 15 years, which evolved into leadership and business strategic coaching over the last eight, I wanted to create a platform that would share these amazing people I meet with, um, with all of you. And that is the gist of, of the podcast and when I, why I decided to do a podcast. And when I had to kind of pick a theme, really, if I, if I think about the theme of my life, and how my journey has been going. It's really about trying to align what I love with what I do. 
And that's why I share all these stories with all of you, because I believe everybody has that ability uh, to create the life they desire. And the career path is generally the income driver to making that happen. So in that regard, I felt like, well, it's not just about my story, my journey that might inspire some, but what if I created a dialogue with others that could inspire you as well? So that's um, the gist of why I decided to podcast, um, share stories, connect with people, and make sure people who are listening feel like they're not alone in their journey. I, I think that's the other piece of why I decided to podcast was that when I listen to other people's podcasts, it emotes something, it gives me aha moments, it, it helps me think outside the box. And also realize that others have gone before me. Um, so that kind of gives me permission to try myself. But yeah, that's why I decided to go into podcasting. Second question. Um, why did you call it your badass journey? Well, uh, earlier in this year, I launched my book, Be a Badass, Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. And this was a, a labor of love initially. I, I set a goal last year to um, write my first book. Um, and it's one of more to come. And when I went on that journey, I, I, it was a journey for sure. I started to write and write every day. The way I initiated my book was take 15 minutes a day and just write something. Because first of all, I had to prove to myself that I actually could write and I had something to say. <laughs> and then I wanted to formulate it into you know, my, my first book. And I didn't really know what that would be. I, I did hire a writing coach. I went through that process. Long story short, I ended up with a 250 page book that was kind of like my story all about me, almost like autobiographical. Like it, it just, I, I swear I got this book after it went through a couple rounds of editing and I'm reading through it. And I literally kept saying to myself as I was reading who cares? And I was like, this is, it doesn't represent like my past stories. And yes, of course I have lessons learned. And I had this like epiphany moment of Karine, what is the message you really want to get out there? And how can this book represent what you do and um, how you show up in the world? So after my who cares episode and was really frustrated about the 250 page labor of love, it was like eight months worth of work. I took that book and I scrapped it. And, um, that was a very cathartic and scary moment because it was like, where is all this effort going? But again, if you know me and you will get to know me in my coaching practice, I'm all about pivoting when things are not going in the right direction. So what was the pivot? What did I have to focus on? Well. I decided to um, kind of sit back and, and figure out like what is what is it that I want to put out there. And I had put together a program. Uh, originally, it was called BITCH and training, and then realized that's not really what I want to train people to become. It was uh, more about being a badass. And so that's how I became. I came up with the title of the Be a Badass book. And the Badass in Training program, which is now the Be a Badass online program, I used the fundamental tools that I share in that program, incorporated it into that book, and now the Be a Badass um, Six Tools Up Level Your Life book is all about driving impact and giving tools to folks to 
up-level their life. It's, and I do share personal stories in that. I think that's the number one reaction I get from people is, man, I, I learned a lot more about you. I had no idea. One, one person messaged me. It's like, I, I'm getting the behind the scenes vibe, you know, because I only saw one side of you at that time in your life. Like, I remember you at that time had no idea you were going through that. So um, your badass journey stems from that journey I went through last year and also realizing that the people, um, I believe everybody's a badass, honestly, like there's something in you that's unique to you and for you to share. And so calling the podcast Your Badass Journey was my way of not only sharing my guests' journey, their badass way of getting to where they are today, but also um, talking to you. It's your badass journey also. You know, my hope with each episode or any of the content or anything I put out there, any of my programs, my book, et cetera, is to drive impact and contribute to your life. So that is why it's called Your Badass Journey. Again, if you have questions for me, feel free to um, comment on my posts, send me a direct message, <laughs> whatever it is that um, I can help you with. Of course, I want to do that. So the third question I have here is, what is it about your career that got you to the point of running your own business and your own coaching and uh, consulting practice? Well, that's the loaded question because I have many years of experience. I've been in the workforce, I would say, since I was uh, 13 started working. But um, what I realized why I am in the career in the careers category and in, in up-leveling first on uh, identifying how you align who you are with what you do is that because that was my my journey as well. So if I go back a little bit and and kind of define some badass moments, because I ask that question of my guests all the time too, I would say the first one was when I Basically, graduated from business school with my undergrad degree, and I moved to San Francisco with two bags, not really knowing anybody, because I had it set in my mind that once I graduated, I was going to move, and I'm all about follow through. Um, I had some friends that were supposed to move with me. They ended up not moving with me. I still ended up going and fending for myself. And it was, a, it was I would say, a very trying few years. You can imagine I'm like 22. 23 years old and just up and left. So then when I did that, that was the first time I kind of felt scared out of my wits, but also so excited about the exploration. I, I realized that I'm, a, I'm an explorer and I like to try new things. And I also don't really have much of a um, separation anxiety. I, I had been traveling a lot from a young age. Um, so I loved that aspect of my life and to go explore a new city and figure it out was exciting um, until I started figuring out also that it required some financial <laughs> foundation to make that happen. So number one was career first. I needed to make sure that I, could, I didn't have to rely on anyone else in order to have the life I wanted. And so the job hump began. And so that developed a lot of the, the career management side of what I do is because it was a huge focus of my 20s. And in that, I um, landed a job and I learned my biggest lesson when working for other people and other people's companies is that number one, 
you take on a job with another company, you're committing to that value system that that company offers. So I always like asking the questions, you know, like how, how does this company grow? How do you grow as a leader? And then how would I grow in this role? It was very important to me at a very young age because I knew it was the beginning of my career. And, and I wanted to make sure I aligned with that growth. When I had joined this large financial institution for some financial stability, I was doing an awesome job learning a lot about, I became a systems analyst. I had no tech experience in my past, but I picked it up. I was willing to learn. And I led a group um, that didn't even really report into me, but nobody was really managing how they got things done. So I found out at that young age that I'm really, really good at the how, how to get things done. And I pushed myself so hard to the point where I was really getting sick. I ended up even in the ER, but I still pushed past and it was stress about work because I needed the money to survive on my own in the Bay Area. And more details of this in my book, if you care to read it, uh, it'll definitely give you a lot more color as well. But what happened at that point was I was 23. I had been with the company about a year, I think it was. And my managers changed up on me. And when I had my one-on-one with my new manager, I wanted to see what the growth path was that she could conceptualize for me or, or thoughts about as she was inheriting this team just to make sure it was worth it to stick around. That was one, because my health was waning. And I was like, is this effort worth it? And number two, I wanted growth. I was very young in my career and I wanted to make sure that where I hung my hat, I would grow within and learn new things. And also I wanted some recognition because what I had been hired for was completely different than what I was doing. And I had like maybe three times more of the workload than what was originally accepted, uh, um, what I had accepted when I started the job and also felt I needed to be compensated for that. So ends up, she replies with, I'm not sure what you're complaining about. What you're doing is your job and um, you should just keep doing it. So I, I was, I was stunned. I was shocked that here I am, this like willing 23 year old <laughs> that would just wanted to like go from maybe it was like 38 K to like 40 K back then, which was still a decent amount of money. Um, for an entry-level position and see some growth path. And she was like, nope, don't have that for you. And it was the first experience I had hitting a glass ceiling. And I'm very fortunate that I had it at the age of 23 because it's sh- it, like that moment really shaped me in so many ways. I realized that I'm worth more and my life does not stop here <laughs> with this one opportunity and I need to take the risk and put myself out there to see who can I align with that would help me grow. So what ended up happening next is I resigned. That meeting was a Thursday. That following Monday, I resigned. And I took the risk of putting myself out there for what's next uh, versus staying in the box that was eating away at my health. I really had no life outside of work. And I wasn't the person I was meant to be. You know, I I really felt crappy every day. So I took the risk and I resigned. And I think in your 20s, you should be taking risks if you're no longer growing, learning, or contributing in the role that you're in. Uh, You know, not to say that you should be 
so sporadic about your career where you're not getting anything out of each job and eventually hiring managers won't hire you if you jump around too much, right? But that lesson of, is there something still left here for me? Um, And especially if I'm not satisfied with what I'm getting out of all that I'm putting in was worth the change. So that was a big badass moment for me to resign at that age, not having much in the bank, luckily had a roommate that um, understood. And I did have some savings, but I also had this faith in myself that I would find something next. Unfortunately, I did. And that next job catapulted my career. I mean, I had a job in a financial software company next. That was the next job I took that literally within five years, I I had a promotion like every six months because I kept pushing harder, taking on more, proving my worth, learning something new, applying it to the job. You know, I built teams, I built process, I built cross-functional procedures. I ended up, I ended up running mergers and acquisitions of a whole um, data operation team that I never thought my career would go that way. But if I did not take the leap and say yes to this new opportunity, saying no to the previous opportunity to jump in, uh, I would not have experienced that. And so it gave me so many lessons. Uh, in that five year stint. But again, my, I was so career focused. And it's what I'm really good at helping others transform with now. Um, but at that time, uh, again, I was traveling between San Francisco, New York, and Colorado. And my life, my personal life, was also being affected by the dedication to the job. So, granted, it gave me a lot of success. I was now on the cusp of 29. And I decided, you know what? Um, I think I want to embark on something new. I had looked in the company and I totally believed in that leadership team, what they were capable of, um, and the team I built. And, and I mean, I had, I think, about like 30 some odd people in my department at the time. And I just had to do a check in with myself to say, is this aligned with what I love? And I realized that. I loved the work. I loved leading others. I loved building teams, putting process in place, but all foundational elements that could apply to really any company. So was I in love with the product and the services the company offered? You know, not so much. I I didn't feel like I had enough impact in in a more... um, I don't know, holistic way. Uh, and I, my health again was not as at its best. And so I decided it was a really hard decision because they were so good to me and, and my relationships run deep. I mean, some of, some of the folks I even worked with back at that company will be guests on the show. I decided to resign and, and start my first consulting company. And that was, I was 29 uh, I moved to Colorado because I figured I could stretch back then. I could fit, stretch my dollar a little further in Denver than I would in San Francisco and New York and embark on a, on a new business venture. And that's how I started my first you know, self-employment kind of contracting work. And it was like an epic time for learning for me. Because I realized that when I moved to Denver, my skill set was so unique that I really could sell it into many different places. And I was fortunate enough to know how to network and found an amazing person that gave me a chance on a, on a really customized project in technology. It was my first exposure to agile practices. You know, So again, building credentials, 
raising the bar on my skill set, serving my client, and figuring out for myself what does alignment mean? Like, how do I align who I am with what I want to do? And so that was a very lucrative time for me. I was able to work nine, uh, any project that would take on was somewhere between nine to 12 months. And then I would take three months off. And I know that sounds crazy, but I truly believe in minimal effort, maximum reward. When you get to a point where you've proven something, like proven your skill, proven your craft, you want to make sure you can maximize how much you can earn off of it in order to really, really create a, a huge life, you know, a fulfilling life. So during that time, I would go get certifications in the, in the three months, if I would take three months off in between contracts, it would be like, go on vacation and learn something new, like build another credential and network, figure out what the next project will be. And I was very fortunate that I only had to care for myself at that time. So it was like, okay, I could be that flexible. So I did contracts in Denver. I did a contract um, in Virginia. You know, I got to travel internationally. It was, it was a great time. And so then that experience led me, then led me time to focus on my personal life, which is when I met my now husband. <laughs> so that then required me to move back East and shop around for what's next back here. Now, as a consultant at the time, I was, I was self-employed. So I say I built a consulting company, but really it was just me. I was self-employed and I had a lot of services I could offer just from my own skill set. I didn't expand past myself um, until a couple of years ago. So at the time though, I moved back to be married and build my life with my husband back here on the East Coast, I realized that the market was so saturated consulting wise and I had to build my I had to rebuild my reputation. So I decided to take full-time work. Um, not only so that I can find some, some stability with um, home life and my relationship, but also so that I could flex my leadership muscles again. I found that when I was self-employed, I didn't feel like I was fully engaged with all that I am. And if you're a leader out there and you know what it's like, if you get that like inner excitement when you see those aha moments happen with your team or you have a big win as a team and you're and you're and you're the one that led that they that kind of facilitated those amazing moments um of achievement and triumph across a whole not just yourself if that fuels you it's really hard to let that go completely so when i when i got back out here i was like you know what i think i want to explore going back to full time learning from others uh, in companies that um, I'm interested in and where I know, again, that I'll learn a new skill, I'll stretch myself past where I'm at today and really um, have something new to offer, I can always come back to working for myself today. And that's another thing, guys, if, you, if you've met me um, and know a little bit more about me is that I always say, you can always be where you are today, so why not try? And that was, because that was my mantra through a lot of my big time changes. I said that when I left the first job to go into that software company where I grew. And I said it again, when I left that software company and started my self-employment contracting practice. And then I said it again, when I was going to apply to work for uh, local businesses so that I could, you know, learn a new skill. 
and put myself out there and grow. So I then um, took on three years of full-time employment again. One, one year with a company where I became chief of staff after joining them for as a senior technical program manager. And again, it had the bi-coastal feel of California and New Jersey. And then ultimately, they saw my leadership style and how I'm able to uh, facilitate, grow, process teams and uh, across technology. And so I became chief of staff for that company. And then I actually was recruited for an opportunity to build an agile PMO uh, for a startup in the city. And that experience was amazing, challenging. And again, I learned a ton. And so being in the startup environment, this was probably like now my third startup environment I had been a part of. But then this time it was like I was fully responsible. Those two years were probably the fastest years that ever passed <laughs> in my life. Now at that point married and kind of building my my home life with my husband and then uh, having to commute in and out of the city for this work. And there, I remember this one weekend, we had this major launch where I literally spent three days in the city um, where I was door to door to the office, the hotel I was staying, it was door to door because we were leasing an enterprise-wide software package. And I had to make sure that every single activity happened so that the system wouldn't go down and we would lose sales. It was an e-commerce business. And it was an epic win to get on the other side of that. I was recognized by the you know C-suite officers. And then I uh, also became you know head of strategic initiatives for that company um, until I ultimately felt like the direction it was going and how my career was going, I, uh, you know, the, the focus there was not as fulfilling anymore. So after a two-year commitment there, it was a mutual agreement to walk away. And at that point, I really had to check in and say, what is it that I want to do? What do I enjoy? And that's when I, again, kicked off contract work. But this time, I, I kind of changed it up. And that shift allowed me to build a seven-figure income practice because I moved beyond myself. And so even with the moves you know, across state lines that my husband and I do, I mean, we moved to Denver and then we moved back here. In the midst of that, we released our own app. You know, I'm always trying to gain experience and put myself in the shoes of the people who come to me for coaching advice, leadership you know, enhancement and how to make their teams perform better. I think that I have a unique offering in that I've done it myself as well. I'm not just talking at you. I'm walking alongside you because I know exactly what you're going through. I've probably been there myself. And if I haven't, my empathetic side kicks in and it totally understands what you're going through to help you find solutions on how to move through it um, move further past it and grow from the experience. So the career management side of things has always been a part of my natural state. And so with my coaching practice, my um, entrepreneurial you know, coaching and services I provide there to help companies grow, whether you're you know, what I call the startup to grow up phase, I really wanted to encompass all of that in not only this podcast and, and chatting with all of you, but to shed a light on 
you know, all of us are going through it. <laughs> so why not figure out ways to support each other along the way? And that's kind of where I landed career-wise. That's, that's a lot. I tried to keep it short. Obviously it wasn't, but I've experienced a lot. And I'm sure there are many other stories in there that will come out um, as the conversations continue across the podcast. But I felt that that theme and the ability to move through when things get challenging, it's, it's what I want to bring to this show. So I'm going to close out this episode here at that point. And, and I, I ask you all to continue again to reach out and connect because you're not a new alone. You're all on a, a badass journey of your own. And if anything of my journey can assist you in getting there, I want to share it and put it out there for you. So thank you again so much for listening and continue, please, to share the show, um, reach out to the guests that come on it. They want to hear from you too. And post a review. You know, unfortunately, as you know, we're in this data tracking world where if reviews are not out there, especially on iTunes, <laughs> then your content isn't seen. And it's not about you know, a boost to my ego for you to write those reviews. It's literally for more listeners to join in on the conversation and have the aha moments you guys are having as well. So it's to extend the reach. Um, it's to help others do that. So I really appreciate when you post your reviews and, and share any of the shows that inspire you. And again, send me your questions because I will chime in and share my answers with you guys as they come through. The other thing I wanted to share is that hopefully I will be able to give you a little peek into some of my coaching sessions because sometimes you know I do believe that when you can coach one, you can coach many. And so as we um, move forward with the show, there will be certain episodes popping in that will kind of give you some insight to how I coach my entrepreneurs, my individuals, my companies that uh, come to me for assistance to through something, whatever it is they're going through or, or to help them get to what's next. So that will be coming as well. And I can't wait to share with you, but thanks for letting me join you today. I hope you have an epic one and I look forward to connecting with you all soon. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.